Hare Krishna, you'll have to tolerate that somehow I somehow I got a a cold, which is a bit unusual for me. And uh a little bit of a cough. It's nothing serious, but it's it's taken uh, more rest than I usually <clears throat> take, and you'll probably hear me occasionally occasionally coughing. Let me get us closer to you. So we're going and speaking with a little bit less energy. We're going to be going over to Lila. You know, what I most like to share uh, with this wonderful Sangha has been going on for, you know, I don't know, 14 years maybe, or maybe five, 600 classes, is mostly I, I like to do the 10th Canto those pastimes that have ras and, and, and substantial philosophy. The rasa, that feeling, it opens your heart. And uh, that opens your heart, and then it's easy to put the philosophy in. So, I look for, I, I repeat stories because certain stories lend to that. And uh, I hope they are not repetitious. You know how many times I spoke on Akura, Wives of the Brahmins, Brahmin Vimohan Leela, Kaliya pastime, Krishna enters into Vrindavan. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I went through so many things here. But that's what I prefer. And especially, I have to say, at my age and my mission. Uh, my age, naturally, I'm more inclined <clears throat> to discuss the pastimes of Krishna. It just seems a natural progression. And specifically, I like the 10th Canto. And uh, my mission is I really believe that this is our next stage. Uh, talking to my friend, my close friends and disciples here, that and I think it's also due to many of your ages. I've seen a little older things behind you, of course, there's not everybody. And uh, to get some real feeling for Krishna consciousness. I'm even thinking, and I'm very seriously thinking about this, of, of kind of like a Japa prayer school. And, and, and very in, in Russia, I told you about the Bigango Swami, it's very sophisticated. But I, I know the <coughs> I know the results 
from people there that I know. And uh, I thought something simple I told you before. Um, first month, once, once a, a week, and from then on, twice a month. And, uh, and seeing how it goes, and also having either Jai Jagannath or Krishna Krishna as a um, guest speaker. Krishna Krishna is doing some really interesting things on, he gave a course in Puri, you know, a practical guide to Smarin. It's, it's some practical stuff and how just to keep the intention within the practice. And, and I think one of the main things of this Govardhan Lila is exactly that, helping us understand that the form has to have substance. Uh, Bhakti Siddhanta even described chanting without heart <clears throat> as like shooting a gun that has blanks. It, it makes a sound, but it doesn't really do its job. So intention the power of, of intention and how to get that intention and keep it in our consciousness when we are doing spiritual activities. And there's just a lot of good stuff about how to do that. Uh, so, um, and the, <clears throat> anyway, I... Uh, I thought I would go over the Govardhan Leela. And the other nice thing is, when I really teach these pastimes, then I can just tell the stories in such a um, absorbing way. Absorbing way. And absorption is the foundation to spiritual transformation. The eye had rod and fire, but it, you know, it is, you got to keep it in there for it to become fire. So the mind absorbed in Krishna one way or another. And, and it says in the nectar of devotion, <clears throat> the, the main principle is to think of Krishna and never forget him, and that the spiritual master finds the ways and means to engage the disciple in devotional service. Absorption. <clears throat> and the pastimes of Krishna presented with the right understanding is a very powerful way of absorption. In fact, it's the root of our tradition. It's the root of our tradition. And if we look at the story of Vyasadeva and his dissatisfaction, despite so much philosophical understanding, what was his dissatisfaction? His guru came, Narada Muni, by the transcendental system. He hadn't sufficiently glorified Krishna. So this transformation of consciousness, which means to shift from the thoughts born of the ego to control and enjoy, to the thoughts born, born of the soul, to, to serve God 
the impetus for that is our desire. And the strongest way to do it is to hear about Krishna and therefore want to be his servant. Because that's what spiritual life is, is when you want to be Krishna's servant. Either intellectually understand that this is a thing I should do, or you really have a strong feeling from your heart. <clears throat> but Krishna consciousness means changing our desire. I always remember my friend, Vishal Prabhu, passed away during COVID in his 80s. Prabhupada told him, if you always read Krishna book, you'll be happy. So, so what I'm going to do now, because I taught this two classes already, and then I, some people have been coming to see me. Govardhan is a real, my God. Can never become overcrowded like Vrindavan because the whole center is occupied by God in his physical manifest in a physical manifestation. But um, it's a happening place. I'm, I'm almost sad I have to leave in a little more than two weeks in the future. I'd definitely like to stay through the whole march. Right? Yeah. And uh, Yeah, so um, I picked the Govardhan Leela and I'll just go through the verses quickly and let's see if we can proceed. So we'll start with verse one again. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sri Sukhuvacha Bhagavan Api Tantraiva Valadeva Samyuta. Apasya Nivasan Gopan Indrayagya Kritojaman. Sukadeva Goswami said, while staying in that very place with his brother Baladev, Lord Krishna happened to see the coward men physically arranging for a sacrifice to Indra. Omagana Timarandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Taksurandalatamyena, Tasmai Shri Gadavenamaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Brupakadam Ayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubhyas Chakrapashudnu Vahevacha Patitanam Pavanevyam Vaishnavevyam Namodama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Siyajvaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Uvar Bhaktivinoda. 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Well, I want to go over this first verse because this word was so significant. Tantra Eva. that the Govardhan Lila staying in the same place, in the same place, Tatraiva, the same place as the wives of the Brahmins. And it's significant because Krishna sees the same problem in both, except in the first one, the problem was just with Yajnika Brahmins. The second one, it was his father. And what was happening is there was a worship going on um, that didn't reflect the highest understanding of reality. Um, and the highest understanding of reality, as we know it in our tradition, as Krishna is speaking in this story and as we accept it, the highest understanding of reality is that there's a unity, that there's a God, Ishvara, Ish, the controller of the circumference. And pleasure of that absolute reality is love. Rasavaisaha. And that we are all ultimately meant to participate in that. And from that standpoint, everything is judged based on the facility it gives you to move in that direction. And therefore, according to people's evolution of consciousness, they may have the adhikari for a more effective or higher practice to come to that higher consciousness, which is the consciousness was free from envy. There's a God, I worship God, I'm happy with God, I'm not God. Completely free from envy, complete, I just want to serve. I just want to serve that, and, and, and the full awakening of the soul. Without, I serve and get something for myself, or I practice to be that absolute reality God. But I just want to serve, this is like the highest, highest consciousness. 
And the intensity of that is called love. So that's what Krishna came to establish. And it's very high thing, but that's what he's presenting. And therefore, he's showing the defect in other levels of practice. When you lose that understanding and intention, The Yagya Brahmins, <clears throat> yeah. I like that definition from Confucius about ritual. To conform yourself to something higher than yourself. Moving you in that conception of reality. <clears throat> Me, 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 me is the lowest consciousness. The highest consciousness is you, you, or, or my, my, my love. Um, so, Krishna wants to establish that. And granted that one can do these rituals wrong, but also one can do them right for your level of consciousness. Your level of consciousness of fruit of activity is the best thing that you can do to elevate your consciousness. Without sacrifice, there's no happiness in this life or in the next. So just the principle of sacrifice is so powerful. And on those levels, you can also do it in the wrong way. If there's too much selfishness involved and not enough consciousness and understanding. Like the Brahmins. Yeah, well, they were doing the right sacrifice. But Yagya Vai Vishnu, Yagya is for God, it's for Vishnu, it's supposed to bring you to that point. And they were completely ignorant of that point, when they forgot that point. So, and then the, the Govardhan Lila, the cowardmen were at, at doing their kind of rituals that you do because God sent forth men and demigods and said, do sacrifice. The Gita says it. <clears throat> you'll be happy and you'll spiritually advance. So for that village folks, that's culture. We're offering sacrifice. We're not just taking things. We're offering to Indra. We get the remnants. And, but Krishna has appeared to teach the ultimate reality. Sarva dharma paritya jha mam ekam sharanam raja 
Surrender unto me. <clears throat> That's where it all leads. It all leads to that understanding. It all leads to that action. And it's not a simple thing. It's the difference between someone, a Hindu, coming to the temple and putting a bag of rice on the altar. It's great. He wants his daughter married. He wants his kid in school. At least he's approaching God. And he's reverent. But that's different than when you put yourself on that altar. And that's what bhakti is. You're offering yourself <clears throat> with full understanding that you're the fish in water. That's what you do. That's how God constructed the world. That's what's best for your happiness and God's happiness. So in the same place, he sees basically the same thing. There's a religious activity going on without the full depth of understanding. And so you, yeah, you can get purified by the activity, but the intention, especially in bhakti, especially in the ultimate reality, bhakti sanjayate bhakti, intention breeds more intention, devotion. And the activities are, are, are a vehicle for offering that love. And if, if the love is not there, the vehicle is empty when it arrives. So especially in bhakti, the difference, that intention. I described the last class, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, because you can imagine 500 years ago, Bengal, everybody did the same thing. It wasn't like the devotees were different than the outsiders. They have the same culture. And he said, the difference is the devotee's goal and intention. Because everyone followed the religious activities. And that was the thrust of Prabhupada's teachings. He tried to give the intention, the understanding that reveals the intention, the understanding that reveals our relationship with God. So, so now I want to read through the verses. So he sees the same thing. And being the omniscient super soul, the Supreme Lord Krishna already understood the situation 
Yet he still humbly inquired from the elders headed by his father, Nanda Maharaj. So Krishna realized that the most powerful thing he can do for elevation of consciousness, which is his purpose, is not having some ritual, but having a pastime. So he wants to enact the pastime, which will be instructive. It'll be instructive in terms of somebody again, what is Krishna's position? But it will also be instructive in terms of a vision of love that inspires us for that spiritual attainment. Not Gyan, not karma, but bhakti. Our spiritual attainment is love because we're consciousness, we're meant for that. And that's what Krishna wanted to give. So he stops the sacrifice that has some meaning in terms of sacrificing and not being selfish, recognizing something higher than yourself. But it doesn't have love. That Krishna came to establish love. Prema Pumartha Mahan, the greatest thing is that, because that's pleasure. And that's what the universe is. And that's what we're meant to participate in. And that's what the world, what's going on in the world is trying to educate us and discipline us and, and just move us in that direction so we can understand it. We can understand. I make this point so many times. The most important thing to have is the right faith. Your conception of how good bhakti is. That's why it's so important to the Dham. That's why it's so important to hear this class. That's why it's so important that we'll work on our job together. And why I worship the deity and visit the holy places. To give this understanding. He comes to save the devotees, but how does he save the devotees? He saves the devotees from themselves by inspiring them to become a servant of God. Have, being attracted to God, who is Krishna. He shows that he's Krishna. He's all attractive. And then we become attracted to him. And when you become attracted to someone you want to serve, when that's a relationship with God, that's the nature of our soul. And we become satisfied. We become free from pain. Bhakti Prema, Bhakti Prema. And just like when we eat, the pain of hunger is gone. We feel satisfied and we relish. <coughs> so that's the result of devotion. The pain goes, we become satisfied and we want to relish. We relish. 
today to nominate with him to love you today. Karna, Kroda, Kadampani. We relish. We relish that association with Krishna, that energy of love and connection with God. As by the mercy of the Vaishnavas, the mercy of Sadhusanga, and the mercy of Srila Prabhupada's books, we finally get that idea that this is the ultimate reality. And we open the door to Sharanagati, <laughs> which itself is not bhakti. Bhakti is after you surrender, really. I was just reading a commentary on the Upadeshavata, the first verse. Vacha Vega, Manasakrota Vega, Jiva Vega, Buddha Pasta Vega. Control this, control this, control this. So that's there in our philosophy, so that we give ourselves fully to God. And then we feel that energy, which is called prema. Okay, so here it says he is omniscient and he knows everything. Yet, he still inquires from his father. So, Leela is very interesting. The Krishna Leela or Leela in general is very, very interesting. Um, because Krishna enjoys Leela. Leela is instructive. Um, yeah, and it's instructive. So Krishna wants to enact Leela. So he knows, he knows about the Leela because it's instructive and he has to teach people. But in the same sense, he's able to enjoy it and enjoy the drama in the Leela. So this is just the point that Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur makes it. I think it's Raghavan Manchandrakana, I'm not sure that. I'm not gonna go, Mugdata and Sarvagya, God has to be both all-knowing and forgetful. If he's not all-knowing, how can he be God? But if he can't experience drama, how can he be God? Yeah, Rasik, we have to find my glasses. I can barely see the page of these. No, not now, after this. Lord Krishna said, my dear father, kindly explain to me what this great endeavor of yours is all about. What is it meant to accomplish? If this is a ritual sacrifice, then for whose satisfaction is intended? By what means is it going to be executed? So the intention is important to get the result. Even to do something properly, the intention is important. 
although certain rituals, they're just automatic, et cetera, you get some fruit. But the fruit of consciousness change, it's absolutely necessary to understand the attention of what you're doing. Because again, you're not just offering the activity, you're offering your consciousness. So he says, what's going on? And we all know that many of us more or less rejected the religion of our parents, but we would we were in the same circumstance. We saw them doing activities and they had no, no idea why. And therefore they themselves lost interest in them. I know in a, I wouldn't call it a secular Jewish family, but You know, I went to Hebrew school at a bar mitzvah. I say, I still remember the first lines. And, uh, and my parents were involved in the building of this temple, Seaview Jewish Center, Yeshiva Torah Bitzion. But the only time they would attend shul is on Yom Kippur, the Jewish Akadasi, once a year, fasting. And, we, they, and actually there was even fasting after we did that. And then during Passover, no eating bread, you know, and we, we had a few of the rituals now, but eventually, without that knowledge and understanding of what's the intention. Or if your intention doesn't line up with your religion, then you give up your religion. If your intention is, I, I you know, my parents, my father fought in World War II, can't imagine the optimism in America in 1950, everything was booming. Um, People in Russia and Ukraine will experience the same thing. The war is over. You know, America won. It's, 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 it's booming. And their goal, their intent, their goal in life was material. So the rituals had only meaning in terms of the social context of you know, being with the people of the same religion or something, or making business contacts or whatever it is. So, if you don't, if you don't understand what you're doing, then you can make a choice. I want to do it. I'll do it with. I'll do it with with. I'll do it with um, determination. I'll do it in the proper way. My intention will be there in the activity. So it's the same thing if, because Krishna's parents, I can't compare to mine, it was 5,000 years ago. And they're very religious. 
But still, very religious is not enough. Because you have to understand what the purpose is if you want to go further. We just went through Ramananda Sampad. But Lord Chaitanya wants to know what the ultimate goal is. So he wants to understand what it is. Please tell me about it, Father. I have a great desire to know and am ready to hear in good faith. Certainly no secrets are to be kept by saintly personalities who see all others as equal to themselves and have no conception of mine or in others and do not consider who is a friend and who is an enemy and who is neutral. Of course, he's in, in faith. I explain. Faith is the precursor of knowledge. You want to learn from some. You want to learn something from someone. You have to express your faith. Because what they're going to tell you is not necessarily going to be neatly, neatly fit within your frame of reference of what the world is and who you are. So if there's no faith. It's very limited what a teacher can teach you. And this other thing is very, no secrets are kept. And I was just thinking of an analogy. St. Lee Persons has no secrets. He sees everyone equal. So why, not, why do you keep something that someone else doesn't have? Krishna is telling his father. We went to uh, one nice place in Braj. Overpopulation is a myth. I mean, this is UP. It's supposed to be like the most crowded state in India. It's just right out. It's just this wilderness and beautiful broads, just, just farmland. And, you know, it's a tree. It's beautiful. So we went to Kadamba Kandi, this forest of Kadamba trees. And, and the person who took us there was a young Goswami. And the young Goswami said, In this village, people keep their doors open because their consciousness is, is everything belongs to God. Of course, you have to live in that consciousness. Keep your door open. You got to live very simple. But it's like when we visit Sridhar Bali and really have doors. <laughs> they don't have doors. But that guy's impressed. Yeah, everything. So he's saying everything belongs to God. The saintly person has that consciousness. So why is he keeping secrets, especially from his son? So tell me, what's going on? Why are you doing this? One who is neutral may be avoided like an enemy, but a friend should be considered like oneself. So he's saying I'm partial to you. Neutral means they're also equal with your enemies. So it, it, you have to be a little bit careful. I'm just looking. One second. What happened here? Oh. Strange. 
Okay, there it is. Okay, got it. One second. One second. I'm working with the technology here. Okay, anyway. So, when people in this world perform activities, sometimes they understand what they're doing and sometimes they don't. Those who know what they are doing achieve success in their work, whereas ignorant people do not. I think that's pretty. And the thing is, even if you know the rituals exactly, but you don't know the intention, you're not gonna do the rituals perfectly either. There's always so many subtleties involved. So, yeah. So I guess the message for us is we have to know what we're doing. Prabhupada said, if you put on tilak and you don't chant the mantras and you don't have the intention of what you're doing, sanctifying your body, he said, it's just like putting on war paint. So you can do the activity perfectly, but the potency of the really doing it perfectly part of doing things perfectly are the mantras and the feeling and the consciousness. Such being the case, this ritual endeavors of yours should be clearly explained to me. Is it a ceremony based on scriptural injunctions or simply a custom of ordinary society? So on Wednesday, I explained this. Is it Shastra? Or did it just kind of be put together in the village and grown over time? I want to know if it's Shastra. So which is it? The father replies, the great Lord Indra is the controller of the rain. The clouds are his personal representatives. They directly provide rain water, which gives happiness and sustenance to all creatures. So this is these are pious people. Wouldn't it be great if the people of the world thought this? We, you know, we're dependent on something higher than ourselves. I wrote that Monday morning greetings. Um, I guess the last Monday morning greetings was uh, Um, what was it? Oh, it's not working. Sadhu, Sadhu. What? Is it the Sadhu and Sadhu? The Sadhu, no, that I'm doing this week. The, the week before was something. Anyway, I've been done. I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest here. Not only we, my dear son, but also many other men worship him. Lord and master of the rain-giving clouds. 
We offer him grain and other paraphernalia worship produced through his own discharge in the form of rain. <laughs> Gratitude. Gratitude is the foundation. If you're not grateful, then you feel entitled. If you feel entitled, you never feel love. I was in Dallas, and, and when God brother, he passed away, Ganagamian. He was a 6'6". Six, six. And he stood up. He said, how can we pray you, Prabhupada? And Prabhupada said, just remain obliged. When Gunagari March passed away, somehow I was in contact with my god brothers taking care of him. And he made Kastuba devotee. He went to Kastuba's place in the worst neighborhood, wherever it was, and really helped make him a devotee. So Kastuba wrote him a message, which was the last thing he actually spoke about as he was dying, expressing his appreciation. And then Gunagrai March, who passed away in Vrindavan with Bibi Govinda Swami chanting in his ear the Hare Krishna mantra and him trying to chant. So the last thing he said was gratitude, gratitude. He kept on gratitude. So I kind of thought that this is spiritual, this is where the soul is. Because you can't experience love if you're entitled. This is why humility is so important without humility. You never feel mercy because you're always expecting more. You're expecting that you're God, you're the center. <coughs> so I thought this was very significant. I thought this was very significant. That just before he dies chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, his heart comes out and he's deeply, deeply experienced gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. That opens the heart to mercy and the feelings of love that we can offer to Krishna in, 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 in our chanting and in our hearts and in our minds. So I think what they're doing here, it's not, it's not like a, it's, it's like a cultured thing. Indra gave, came the reins and, and but what Krishna wants to explain is that this is in a hierarchy of duties, and the same thing Ramananda Roy, hierarchy of duties that uh, don't have relevance when you have the full understanding of its intention. The full, the full intention is of all the Vedas, I am to be known. That's the full intention. When you have that full intention, without that, it's wonderful. Would it be great if everybody in the orchestra is worshiping Indra? You know, for you know, the farmers upstate, you know, ritual, you know. Okay, um, I'm going to end right now. I think Jamuna Jaya probably had to leave for her 
work, but if she's here, she can say hello. If not, okay, I just want to say something too. Let's see. Um, okay, uh, Sri Gandharvika, um, I sent you a message that we yes, could have a did you get the email I, I sent you? I got the message. I'm going to look into my calendar and respond to you as soon as possible. Oh, because initially what you told me is you work on a Sunday that day. Mm -hmm. Yes, so true. We can, we can have it on a Saturday or Sunday. But also okay. it would be nice with Prahlad. We wanted to have him do it too. So find out. Okay? Yes, that would be wonderful. Yes, I'll, I'll respond to you as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm not in a rush. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. May I ask a question or two? If you have no mercy, Gail. You see me here in like a weakened, a weakened condition, and now you're pouncing with one of your questions. But at least, at least it's a question I've asked you before. But today you said that bhakti comes after surrender, which implies that the two are have some distinction. So I was wondering if you could clarify what that distinction is. I, you know, I, I, think, I think bhakti means many things. I think bhakti means a practice. Uh, I think bhakti means the nature of our consciousness. And also bhakti means an energy of God. So I think when we say, when they say that, that's what they say. And, and, and I think also you have to understand, it's not like specific lines, you know, like an art and a vritti and this and that. Yeah. Or even some, you know, some bandha, abhideya, priyojana, it's not like boom, boom, boom. Someone actually sent me a note like that. So I think that was helpful. So it's kind of, it's kind of, um, you know, not so black and white, but you can understand the point. What's, what's the question of love? If you're not dedicated to someone and you at least can understand the point, how much love is compromised when we, we're self-centered. And we have a separate agenda. So, yeah. So you said, Maharaj, that is bhakti is a, is a consciousness, is a practice. And the third thing, I think you said, was it desire? An energy of God. Oh, energy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Energy of God. You yeah, know, but I think at least we can understand the point. I think at least we can understand the point that um, that yeah, if 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 we have our own personal agenda in relationship with someone, it's not the highest love. The mother has no personal agenda. 
She's completely surrendered to the child, so she really has love. So obviously we have love, we have devotion, et cetera, but real devotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so therefore, Maharaj, would you agree with this statement that surrender is, you know, what we try to do when we are like the green mango and bhakti is when, is what, is how that same love is expressed when we become pure. Right now, I'll have to think about it. I don't have mental bandwidth. Okay. Okay. But this, this other one is very, very simple question, Maharaj. Very simple. So um, when we say that the nature of the soul is to love God, right? The God that we're talking about, it could be, it could be Narayan and Vaikuntha, or it could be, um, you know, Lord Ram, or it could be the son of Nanda Maharaj. Any of, you know, any one of those would we yeah. say that is the, is the original nature of the soul? With, with, yes. With, because oh. you have different relationships with the same person. There's one God. Mm-hmm. So he manifests. If, if, you, if you love your boss, that's love of, of that person. The same person is a father. Yeah. So, if you love them, so it's the same person. Okay. okay. Thank you so much, Maharaj. And feel better. <laughs> okay. Now that you've answered my question. Okay, great. Uh, anyone else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Madhuri Radhika. Um, I don't have any questions. I just wanted to say thank you for class. And I wanted to try to set up maybe um, a FaceTime with you because the yoga studio in my building, it's like very big. They said we could do a program in it. So I, I want to try to figure something out for when you're back in New York. Okay. Okay. I'll do it when you're feeling better. I won't, I won't, you well, know. No, I, I, I'm not that bad. I, I went out today. <laughs> I, I was just using it as an excuse to protect myself from jail. <laughs> but yeah, I figured I would, um, I'll send you an email uh, okay. to see when you're available oh, okay. to talk. Okay. All right. Thank you, Maharaj. Hi, Krishna. Hi, Anyone else want to say hello? Hi, Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopin out here. And Kishore Radha. How come one said Okay, Hi, Bo. Hi, Hi, Krishna. Okay. Um, a few more people. Hi, Krishna Maharaj, Sri Rupa, thank you for the class. Hi, Bo, Sri Rupa. Thank you for coming to class. Get geared up now for another nice summer of transcendental activities. Okay. I'm ready for it. I need it. I would love to speak to you soon if you have the time. Okay. Send me, best way to do is send me either a WhatsApp message. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Sure. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Nice to see both of you. Thank Are you, you in Tehran or Kish? No, in Kish. Okay. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. It's Lal Govinda. 
And Brother, thank Thanks you for, for class. class. <laughs> Even though you yeah. don't feel like <laughs> No, you know, I don't I don't go to work. So if if you know one day I'm feeling a little I just can rest without guilt. <laughs> it's the same thing. You have herbs you can take? You have some stuff to take? Uh, I'm usually pretty, yeah, I have many things because it's just after the Ayurvedic clinic. You know, Puri was great, and then Vrindavan, and then Govardhan. Mm. And then the as soon as the retreat ended, the weather changed. So it was change of weather. Mm. Uh. So the change of weather kind of got me caught. And, uh, you know, the body reacted with just, I guess it's like some flu. Yeah. You know, it's not like... Uh, I mean, I was feeling good during the day. This is after, and I have my cook here. So after eating all that jackfruit something. Okay. Hey, tell your cook to keep it simple. <laughs> I mean, he keeps it very simple. Okay, good. <laughs> but uh, he, he knows very simple. Kitri. Yeah. <laughs> fresh organic greens mm. from from this farm that my, uh, this pe people I know have, they mm. have a beautiful farm. They, they deliver here fresh organic grains. Oh, that's great. Jackfruit nice. Yeah, so it's, yeah, mm. Haribo. Haribo, Haribo. Haribo. Okay. we'll see you soon, okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you very, very much. I learned that we should sacrifice our consciousness, but not just activity. It's so important. Thank you very much and wish you good health. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurudev. It's Samala. Um, Hare Krishna. Nice to see you. Hare Krishna. Okay. Thank you very yes. much. And uh, Thank you. feel better. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anybody else? This is so much better for class than the computer. Okay. I'm going to head out now. Once you're called, put through the